What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 157 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. This is a special podcast today because it is me, Cody Armour, and LJ Lowry. What's up? Back again. Yeah. And that's that's it today. It's just yeah. us two. So we're uh we're really, really excited. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. It's just me and him. I'm gonna have to do a lot more uh hosting than usual. We're both going to have to do a lot more than usual. <laughs> yeah. Missing a person. Yeah. Well, Shelly's on vacation and Joe is still transitioning. Yeah. Today we're going to be talking about, you know, the reveals for the Game Awards, a bunch of new trailers from Comic-Con Experience, and Facebook picking up TV shows, which is a strange, strange concept to me. Yeah. They're not like originals. We'll we'll talk about it later. <laughs> First special shout outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeks under grace. Or I, I set this up. Geeksundergrace.com slash partner. Ooh. I'm excited about that. I don't know why it was a real small thing, but I, it feels legit. Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Michael Miller Jr., Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Scott Early, and our newest patron, Sam Watson. Who is, who's been a longtime fan. We got to talk a little bit. Super cool. Thank you so much for donating, all of you, and everyone else who donates at patreon.com slash Grace. We appreciate you. We're so excited for 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's just so much. We've been saying since June that we think 2019 is going to be huge, and a lot of stuff has been moving for this last year, but I think it's really going to show throughout 2019 oh yeah so i also had one more thing but i forgot what it was and i was hoping that i could do that until i figured out what i was trying to say but i don't (laughs) i don't have it so we'll just uh we'll just get into it what video games you playing lj uh for the last three days i feel like all i've been playing is super smash brothers (laughs) okay i stayed up till like uh, after the game awards, I probably stayed up till like three in the morning playing Super Smash Brothers. Um, and then, how many characters have you unlocked? I've got about twenty or thirty. Uh, if you play World of Light, it's a lot slower. Um, but if you do like classic mode and stuff like that, you can unlock them at a pretty pretty good speed. Okay. I know, I know there's other people out there that unlocked all their characters already, but I'm kind of taking it slow. And it's been mm-hmm. fun. Like I love the way they do that roster thing because. If you do it mostly by, like, Playtime or World of Light, it unlocks them randomly. Um, and whereas, like, okay. classic, whereas classic mode, if you beat classic mode with a certain character, you get this next one uh, that it gives to you. Like, it's it's specific. Um, so there were, certain, there were certain characters that I already unlocked just through Playtime. And then there were characters that I unlocked through World of Light that I found along the, the board and stuff like that. So... I've been taking my time, and it's helped me actually learn other characters instead of right. the ones that I normally play. I know that Shelly is going to have a ton to say about that. Yeah, yeah. It's, she's she's the resident Smash fan. Oh, yeah, it's, it's super cool. Uh, it's a lot of fun. There's uh, a really easy online system to like create rooms. 
Um, so we are having a game night on December 15th, so this Saturday. And mm-hmm. um, the link is on Facebook, but uh, I can post it in our show notes. Uh, but it's it's a lot of fun. Cool. I also remember what I was going to say earlier, uh-huh. and that is Go we will it. have a podcast next week. So it'll be the 19th, I believe. Yeah. Should be. And yeah. then... After that, we will not have one because it's Christmas week. And then for New Year's, we will have an episode, but it won't be a normal episode. It'll be kind of like a bonus thing mm. that will be a lot of fun. Yeah. That was it. That was all. There you and go. as far as I know, Shelly and Joe will be here next week. Yes. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, supposed to be. It'll be the usual, the usual crew. Yeah. I I won't go too deep into Red Dead. But I've obviously been playing more Red Dead Online. Oh, cool. They have updated the game. Oh, really? And so that's why I thought it was worth mentioning. The economy was one of the first things they wanted to fix. Uh-huh. And so they attempted to do so. And now I feel like they're having the opposite problem. Whoa. They, so they reimbursed everyone, which is super, super cool. Yeah, that's what I heard. I haven't been logged in. I haven't logged in to pick up my stuff yet. Yeah, and if you haven't been reimbursed, but you feel like you should... They said it was going to be throughout the week that they'd be working on doing that. So it might just not have happened yet. Mm-hmm. I made a ton of money just <laughs> logging on. So that was exciting. And I bought a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of guns that I wanted to get. Because there were a lot of people that were beating me in online mode. And I was like, man, I don't have any money. And everyone else, like, they used their money that they got through the story on their guns instead of making a camp posse. Oh, yeah. I made my posse, it was $250, and, like, one of the guns that everyone keeps destroying me with was, like, it's cost that much. Oh, that's crazy. So, the update, they have made the, they've made guns cheaper, and that's all I've really noticed. I didn't look at, like, the clothing or anything, but they also made it easier for you to make money and to make gold bars. Huh. So, I'm making, I think, like, point zero. Or point yeah point zero eight, uh, gold bars every time I play a a mission or whatever a instead of like online point match two or something, <laughs> right? And then I'm making anywhere between five. I think, I think the lowest I've gotten is seven dollars. Wow. Maybe it was five something, and then ten dollars for every online match. That's really cool because last time I was on the show when we played it, I said that I only made like two dollars off of a match. Yeah, the most I had made was three at the time. Huh. And so now you're making almost 10. I like that a lot better. That's really cool. Yeah, it feels very rewarding. Yeah. And I, you know, when you're grinding for a gun, that's still a lot of matches, but it's not. It's not. It doesn't give you this feeling that you're never going to get there. Well, especially you can also like hunt um, and do stuff like that uh, to earn money in the open world, right? Yes. And they've kind of balanced out a little bit. So they, the. Best way to make money for a little while was catching salmon for whatever reason. <laughs> and you had to get to a certain spot and then you could get the salmon. Huh. And it was it was weird. Uh, but they've they've kind of balanced that all out. And like the story missions will give you more money even when you're repeating them. Okay. Which will definitely, I think, in the long run help them out. Because there's going to be, not everyone's going to want to play those starter missions. Especially when you weren't making anything for them. Yeah. Where now there's some incentive to do so. Yeah. I... All that to say that I'm not really like I'm not seeing longevity with the online mode. Yeah. 
they're definitely going to need to do more story missions. They're definitely going to need to do, you know, like the heist, like the bank heist and stuff. Mm-hmm. As of right now, I think taking all the NPCs out and uh, not like the missions are super, super repetitive. Oh, okay, so you're still doing those stranger missions? Yeah, and when you do them, like they're not creative. The bear one was pretty cool. So do they just replay the same cutscenes over again, or? Well, yeah. I mean, for the stranger missions, they just, they kind of say these like generic things. Oh, okay. So you don't even get like, but the the scenarios can be you get like three different scenarios from the person at the post office. It's usually like pick up the bags, right? Yeah, like one of them I literally had was go deliver this mail. <laughs> and I was I was just thinking about how. Like, writing-wise, it could have been way more creative with it, and they could have made it not... And here's the thing, too. It's really boring as a good guy. Like, I'm sure as a bad guy, it would have been like, hey, you gotta go take this thing, yeah. you know, to this, like, drug lord or something. Who knows? Yeah. But for me, it was like, hey, go to this farm and give this guy his mail. And I'm like, you could have... <laughs> it. You could have been like, you were hired by an agency, or, and you know, this is, like, top-secret stuff that needs to get there. Uh-huh. they just don't have a lot of creativity in the writing for these missions uh, and it it doesn't seem like there's not a ton of these missions around I also as far as I've seen I haven't seen any hidden missions what I really loved about the story mode was I could walk up on someone that wasn't like they'd be a stranger but I'd kind of go find them Yeah, and then it would be really random whereas this it's not they don't feel they don't random. feel as, they're very they clearly marked they don't feel out. as organic is what you're saying yeah yeah, uh, and everyone out there is trying to kill you. It's really annoying when you. Get th- I mean, that's just online mode. But I I hate hunting because I'm always worried when I get to Valentine that I'm just gonna get murdered. Oh, uh, huh. I I get that lonely feeling in video games. I think I I like NPCs. I love a lot of NPCs. Yeah, and I think having NPCs and players would have made it feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, because there's NPCs in the game, but way less. Yeah, that's what I noticed as well. Yeah, I. I don't like the fact that I have to like fear everybody that I walk towards because mm-hmm. uh, I, I can do that too. I'm awful with people. I'll just like come up and wreck people for no reason, <laughs> but I'm always worried that an NPC is not an NPC and it'll be a character. Yeah. I don't know. There, I wish there were more conversations to be had in the game, mm-hmm. which is a weird thing to probably want, but that's what I want. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the same thing that GTA Online had, too, whenever it first got started. There wasn't really a lot to do. They had the missions, they had the competitive modes, but everybody was waiting for those heists. Yeah. Mm. When they bring the trains back in, I think it's going to get really cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, somewhat spo- spoilery to the story, but not really. It's more of a gameplay thing. Yeah. Uh, they had hot air balloons. They had oh. a hot air balloon in the game, in the story mode. Uh-huh. So I'm really hoping... That we get to see those. That'd be cool. It was it was not it was a little janky even in the story mode. Huh. But I would love to have hot air balloons in this since we there's there's not a lot of creativity. I want a camel too. Like I want to ride bears and stuff like Zelda. <laughs> I was gonna say if you want a camel, you could play. Well, that's Assassin's Creed Origins, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's when you said camel, I instantly thought of Assassin's Creed Origins. I've thought about like with the bulls. It'd be cool to saddle up a bull. Uh, I I could see that kind of being <laughs> under a paywall or something. Yeah, like kind of get silly with it with the online stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's not like with the clothing and stuff. 
I I don't know, like everything's behind this paywall or seems to be. And I was like, well, you should just let me have that. And then like make the really weird stuff make me pay money for because I'd pay money for some weird stuff like a camel. Yeah. Or a bear. I can ride around on a bear. That'd be cool. And then get some like fur clothing to match it. You could be like some kind of like nomad or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even care if he's slow. If he's, <laughs> if he's as fast as the bears are in the game, which are pretty quick. Oh, yeah. And like just tough as nails, like will not die. Oh, yeah. It'd be like a cheeseburger from Far Cry 5. Yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> I'm sure that all that kind of stuff will come in time. I don't know if yeah. I'll ever ride a bear, but yeah, it just needs to be... There just needs to be more. Something cool. Or maybe like a horse from like Undead Nightmare where it's like got like flames as a mane or something like a horse, like from the apocalypse or whatever. Because that's, that what, I think that's cool. what the horse was in uh, Undead Nightmare. It was supposed to be one of the horse of, of like from the apocalypse. Okay. And so, and so it was very undead looking. It was cool. I think the story was very immersive and very realistic. Yeah. But the online is not from a gameplay, like from mm. a because there's so many players and we're making it unrealistic. Yeah. I think they need to embrace that a little bit. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like you don't just walk into a town where there's a complete shootout. Like <laughs> that. that's so unrealistic to walk into a town and everyone's shooting each other for fun. <laughs> yeah. Which is usually what happens. Valentine and Armadillo. Oh yeah. Armadillo is always getting shot up. I'm like, you guys need to calm down. Sounds like where I used to live in Southern California. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just because of the update, I wanted to kind of yeah update everyone else on on my gameplay. It's yeah. cool. I'm glad that they fixed the economy. Yeah, I am too. Just, that, I mean, that's a great follow up to our experience from last week, though. So yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from there, we'll get into some gaming news. There is a ton of it. I. Uh, you probably know, you actually watched the Game Awards. Yes, I did. We actually watched it as a team. Uh, well, Anna and I watched, like, we we got up a stream going, and we had a few of us from the Discord server uh, drop in. and Cool. Um, At twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Yeah, because um, the Game Awards, they kind of permitted people to be like, hey, like you can co-stream this and provide commentary and chat with your friends about it. Um so that's what we did, and that was the first time I think we've ever done anything like that on uh, our Twitch channel. Cool. Mm-hmm. So first thing, a couple of the big winners, obviously, yeah. God of War won Game of the Year. Yes. And then, which is no surprise, that's my Game of the Year. Yeah. Red Dead did not win Game of the Year, but won a ton of other awards. Oh, man, it was getting, like, I love Red Dead, but it was getting to the point of frustration because one of them was, like, best original score or, like, best soundtrack. And I, I like I like the soundtrack is fine, but I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> like, there's other better choices, I think. Yeah, it it did really really well. I'm yeah. I'm glad that it got recognition. Like, oh no, I am too. I still think God like of sound War was... design uh, for Red Dead that it won sound design, which is separate from like soundtrack. But sound design, I thought, yeah, actually, that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, for Red Dead. The way that, like, even your gun would sound different in different buildings. Yeah, or I mean, just just so even the, the ambience and silence of the world. and um, Yeah. It was very immersive. Cool. Well, yeah. along with the awards, there were tons and tons of announcements. What were three or four of your, your big ones? Uh, so, the my first 
favorite one, which was actually one of the first big announcements, was uh, Ultimate uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. And okay, I was super geeking out about this because Marvel Ultimate Alliance is like one of my favorite like Marvel series. And so here, here's where this gets interesting. It's exclusive to the Switch. Oh wow, it's a fighter, right? No, it's like more like a. Actually, Team Ninja is developing this one, so it's like a brawler. Like think like a beat 'em up. Okay. Or like, or like a Dynasty Warriors games. Team Ninja's been responsible for helping Koei Tecmo like make all those types of games lately. So it looks like hmm. you're gonna get to play as your favorite Marvel heroes and like fight hordes of enemies. Okay. Um, so that cool. That's kind of similar. Like the original games were played like a dungeon crawler, and you you had four of them. You had four heroes at once, and you got get to like switch between them. Um, so Was that co-op? Yes, it was co-op. Reminds me of like the old X-Men. Yeah, X-Men arcade. Legends. Oh yeah, yeah, X-Men arcade as well. Uh, so that one was really cool. Another of my favorite ones. Another one I. So this this will make after Ultimate Alliance. This will make like the second time I fanboyed in the middle of the Game Awards was Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, that was so cool. I was so Looks excited. Awesome. The announcement super confusing. Was, the announcement was cool too because. Ed Boon walked up and uh, they're like, "Yeah, Ed Boon's here to to present uh, the award for like best sports slash racing game." And I'm like, "Nah." I'm like, "There's no way he doesn't stand on this stage and not announce a new Mortal Kombat game." And so they like played it off. He's like, and, uh, "The the stage went black." And he's like, "Uh oh, what's going on?" And then it was like electricity and it formed like into the Mortal Kombat logo. I was like, "Yes!" Like I muted myself. That's cool. <laughs> because I didn't want to give anything away too early because. Our stream, my stream was ahead, but oh man, <laughs> the, I, uh, I was so excited. Trailer was very intense. I don't know what was up with the mumble rap. Oh yeah, <laughs> the rap music was a bit much. Yeah, and it was like not fitting to what was going on. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, whenever I think Assassin's Creed one year they used like Imagine Dragons for like Black Flag or something. Yeah, I think or, I remember that. and then one of them, I think Assassin's Creed Three, they used like a Drake song. So like that's kind of what that reminded me of. I'm like, this has nothing to do with the the Assassin's Creed the... movie, I think. Yeah. Oh, the used... Assassin's Creed movie used a Kanye song. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it felt weird. Like with Mortal Kombat, I'm like, I, I guess it's a fighting game, whatever. But yeah, the mumble rap stuff was weird. <laughs> I I do think it's cool that like. In the trailer, you're seeing both scorpions. Yeah, the different versions. Yeah. Yeah, because what I think this is going to evoke is uh, Injustice 2, how they had like the customization. Mm-hmm. So I'm, oh, that'd hoping, be cool. I'm hoping if they don't do the customization, they at least let you pick different eras of the characters. I mean, they've that, always I mean, done I mean, that, that for costumes. Sense. But I hope they let you customize stuff to a degree in Mortal Kombat 11. Cool. Yeah. What else do you see? Uh, let's see. Let me go. Dragon Age Four. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't really say it was Dragon Age Four. Um, but there was like a hashtag and a short teaser that mm-hmm. had direct ties into Inquisition. I had to look it up to remember like what the hashtag was in reference to. But my prediction from last week was correct because the the thing uh, the news article said that um they were telling everybody it's going to happen this month, and so in my head I was thinking. If it's going to happen this month, it's going to happen at the Game Awards. And that's what happened. <laughs> it was awesome. So I was I just realized uh, earlier today, I'm like, hey, I got one right. Um, 
And then we had Fallout, I mean Fortnite, or not Fortnite, uh, Far Cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Far Cry, uh, New Dawn was... Fallout was, was a joke, Fortnite was a mess up. Yeah, the uh, Far Cry is gonna out Fallout Fallout. Yeah. Um, so it's called New Dawn, and it's a direct sequel to far, the things that happen in Far Cry 5. Mm-hmm. Which is, they kind of already spoil something from Far Cry 5. So... My thing is, is I actually really enjoyed Far Cry 5 this year. I didn't expect to enjoy it that much. Um, cool. But New Dawn looks kind of chaotic and fun. That'd be uh, cool. Let me see what else we have here. Uh, Crash Team Racing is a big one that people wanted. Uh, Activision is remastering that now, too. Mm-hmm. So that was a good one. Uh, I did want to bring up Anthem and Rage because we were talking about new stuff earlier. Uh, yeah. They they did have a new trailer for Anthem, but also uh, some news came out of that that they have that a demo coming out for VIP members in January. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And so basically, what that is, I think it's if you pre-ordered it or if you're like an EA Origin Access member, then mm-hmm. you get the demo. But also, they had alpha signups this week too, so people in the alpha have already gotten to play the game this weekend, um, but under NDA and stuff like that. So that's. Uh, uh, I'm excited for that game, even though I don't have an Xbox. You don't need an Xbox. It's on PS4. Is it? Woo! I thought yeah. it was Xbox exclusive. No, it's on PC, Xbox, and PS4. Ooh. That's <laughs> exciting. Yeah, I specifically bought Origin Access because I already know a few of us on the stream team are going to get on that on PC. So mm-hmm. that way I could have Origin Access for like 10 bucks a month on the PC and just pay for the game on PS4. Cool. Instead of, instead of having to buy it twice. And then they announced a new... Uh, well, they announced the release date for Rage. I'm trying to remember where this is at in here. Uh, Rage 2 release date. Okay, so May 14th is the release date for Rage 2. We did get a new trailer. But also, the hubbub about that one is that you can... If you're playing it on PC, you can only pre-order it through Bethesda Net. Which is their service, like Steam. So they're trying to like recuperate a few of their... Yeah. Bit of their money. Well, Fallout 4 is only on Bethesda Net on PC as well. Okay. Yeah, so this is the second time they're trying this. Hmm. Um, so yeah, Rage 2 actually looks really cool. I'm more looking forward to Rage 2 than I am Far Cry New Dawn. Okay. There's so much post-apocalyptic uh, stuff coming out next year. Speaking but... of post-apocalyptic, <laughs> The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. So, another piece of news... Uh, the Walking Dead is not dead. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've been saying that for a while now, uh, but we well, have an actual. It's actually happening. Yeah, so Telltale is The Walking Dead is what I, is what we're talking about. Uh, so during the kind of funny games showcase, which is um, this uh, gaming organization that uh, they started a showcase because PSX wasn't happening, and uh, so if you're if you're a gamer, chances are you know what kind of funny is. And so the announcement was at the end of the show, and they said that 40 people from former Telltale staff are working inside of the old Telltale office to finish it. Oh, wow. Under Skybound. So that kind of, like, made me tear up, like, a little bit whenever they said that. Because I'm like, man, that's, like, super emotional. Like, imagine going back to that old office and being like, okay, we're going to get this done. Um, Yeah. So episode three comes out January 15th. And cool. they're also putting 
the game back on digital stores uh, to sell people. That's so awesome. Yeah, it was just kind of, just kind of some light in in like such crazy news and Telltale mm-hmm. turning out to be this company that wasn't treating their employees very well. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a redemption story, at least for yeah. these these workers. Yeah, definitely. Employees. And that comes out January fifteenth. Yes, January fifteenth. And then the thing that you're probably way more excited about than I am is that Monster Hunter expansion coming out. Yes. So I know there's plenty of people that will be very excited about it because Monster (laughs) Hunter is not only getting a new expansion, but it's having a crossover with The Witcher. Yeah. And so The Witcher is very popular right now with the TV show coming out and everybody having gotten back into the books because of The Witcher 3. And so, apparently, this is not just some skin that you're going to get to use in Monster Hunter. Right, there's like a whole story, it seems. Yeah, so you actually get to play as Geralt. The trailer was super cool. Because then he well, he made that comment about like not liking portals. But then he's like, it's okay. He's like, Cause I, he's like hunting monsters is what I do anyway. Yeah, and then he's he tells, also bad. Yeah. <laughs> His voice he, acting is really bad, though. I don't know if it's straight, like, the same voice acting from Witcher 3. It, it might be. I didn't pay fully pay attention, but that's how Geralt is. He's very, like, kind of stoic and, like, emotionless. There's super robotic sounding. Yeah. I was like, you need to <laughs> show something, bud. It's okay. It's okay to feel Gerald. Geralt. Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> He's just kind of got a gruff voice like this, like he's trying to be Christian Bale in the Dark Knight. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that, though. He just sounds like, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like somebody reading something off of a Yeah, I mean, that could have been the nature of the voice acting, too. But I, I like how he even to- he even says, like, he's like, you can sit this one out, Hunter, like, or something like that. I was like, yeah. But apparently. I got this. Yeah. So apparently he is going to have some different things he can do. Um, I guess the gameplay is going to be a little bit different. So he's considered a separate character. Okay. And that's going to be early 2019. And then I think the expansion is going to be out around the same time. It's called um, Iceborne. And mm-hmm. it's more, uh, it's like a snowy region and there's going to be more monsters, more weapons. And it's sounding really cool because the reason why I stopped playing Monster Hunter World was because... I knew at some point I was just going to end up having to fight the same monsters over again, and the end game was going to be all about fighting these same monsters in groups and a lot harder. So I was like, hmm. ah, okay, I guess I'm done. But now that this is out, like I'm probably going to get back into Monster Hunter World. Cool. Yeah. So and then that is it for the gaming news. Cool. Those three games coming out. I'll let you do the pull list. Yes. So Guacamelee Two is coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. That game came out earlier this year on PS4. And Fun little movie. platformer. Yeah, it's a Metroidvania. Uh, you play as this uh, luchador with like abilities and stuff. You can turn yeah. into a chicken. Um, and then the second game is Knights of Pen and Paper 2. Chances are people have already heard about this on their phones. But it's like a I had it. RPG. It looks cool. Yeah, I figured uh, like people like like you and Shelly would, would really enjoy it. Uh, I think anybody mm-hmm. who's familiar with tabletop RPGs like Dungeons & Dragons would enjoy it. It's got a little pixelated look, but then your three characters are actually sitting at a table with the dungeon master, and the dungeon master is describing everything that happens, but the combat is all turn-based. 
Cool. And, and you can go to villages and like buy new stuff and all that and stay at an inn and everything. It looks cool. fun. Yeah. But that's coming to uh, consoles and especially Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check it out. When does it come out? Do you know? Uh, this week? By the end of the week. Yes. Cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. And then Insurgency Sandstorm is the third game. This is a hardcore like tactical shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one came out a couple years ago. And the second one comes out this week. And I'm actually reviewing this game uh, for Geeks Under Grace. So Sweet. I will have more on that soon. And that Sounds is it. Fun. Cool. From there, we'll get on into the movies. Uh, we both watched the same movie, I think, this week. Did you watch anything else besides Mowgli? I did not. Um, I, okay. My full intent, uh, well, I think it was Saturday night, my full intent was... Okay, let me get on Netflix and see what movies are out, so that way I can watch something to talk about on the podcast. And okay. then I saw Mowgli there, and I'm like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> this is a movie that I've been excited for for a while. We talked about it, I think, last year. And it's Andy Serkis. If you don't know who Andy Serkis is, he's yeah. the, the person that does mocap. Like, yes. He's been on... the. He was... What's his name? Something Claw for Black Panther. Oh, but Yeah. The reason that he got involved in that stuff anyways at Marvel was because he was helping Mark Ruffalo with the Hulk. Mm-hmm. He's also been in Planet of the Apes and he Yeah, he he did those movies, I think. His company helped make those movies. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was obviously Smeagol, Gollum. Yeah. In Lord of the Rings. So he's he does this like passion project and it's weird because we had a what's it called? Jungle Book movie. A few years ago now. Yeah. But I was like, why would you remake the movie again? Like, you just had that. It's so and fresh, yeah. Yeah, it seems like it kind of was a passion project for him. Mm-hmm. He directed the whole thing. It's very weird looking. It is. <laughs> it's super weird. And not, like, in a bad way. The characters in this... So, in the original Jungle Book, like, the animals look like real animals. Yeah. In this, it looks like cartoons, but hyper-realistic. Yeah, it looks like a weird mix. Yeah, like, the fur and stuff looks hyper-realistic, but the faces and... I I guess it's just the faces, like, the heads look like cartoon. Well, it's so weird because it's like they still took, like, the eyeline of, like, the actors and, like, Mm -hmm. the facial structure of the actors and morphed them. So it was yeah. freaky. I, I couldn't place it, but it was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's real strange. It, yeah. it reminded me a lot of a cartoon. Yeah. But it's it's really good. I liked it. it yeah. It's dark in weird places. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, a kid could totally watch this. And then something <laughs> happened and I was like, uh, I maybe teenagers could watch this. There's a couple of little fights in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. The the reveal for it, it was towards the end. It was a shocking reveal. I don't want to give it away. I was like, wow, that's really dark and not. I was like that kids don't need to see that. I'm trying to think of what you're even referring to now. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I won't. It's been a while. I don't want to dive any deeper into it because some people are going to because it was yeah. a reveal. Yeah, I I don't know. I liked it though. Did you? How did you feel about it? Oh, uh, I, I liked it. It was very weird because I mean it had, it's been a, a little while since I've seen the Disney's Jungle Book, 
Mm-hmm. But I thought, um, I always, I, I guess the other Jungle Book properties have always been about making that journey back to the man village, right? Mm-hmm. And so this one, it's like he gets there quicker and actually the man, man uh, village stuff becomes a lot more important in this one. Yeah. And so it goes beyond that. And so it took this. I think now that I know, now that I'm talking, I think I know that turn that you're talking about, like the big reveal, because mm-hmm. that's when things twist pretty quickly and it gets nuts. And so it just <laughs> kind of turned all kinds of directions, and I never thought it would. My only issue with that is when it does turn, it ends really quickly. Yes. And they yes. should have expanded a lot on what was going on because, in the end, he ends up where he's at, and it's just like, but. You didn't explain why all of this is like needed to happen for him to be where he's at. Like, yeah. So everyone knows the tiger is the bad guy. That's always been a thing. Yeah, he's still the bad guy. Yeah. And so, like in anything, like you, you conquered the bad guy. That's not spoiling anything. Yeah. But it, it happened so quickly, and then it's just like, but why? Yeah. Did that have to happen? I don't yeah. understand why that because apparently it did. The story yeah. makes it very clear that it had to. It felt but like it doesn't it was really be a longer movie, and then they like cut it short a little bit. Yeah, it's it's super yeah. weird, and like his relationship with the man village at the end of the movie is really strange. I was like, you're not, you've done nothing to that man village for them to respect you the way <laughs> that they're apparently going to. Yeah, it's, it, and I I did like how. The other characters weren't necessarily like threats necessarily because like like Ka wasn't in, in like um, usually like King Louis is you know just these the King Louis wasn't even in it actually yeah I was really excited to yeah. see King Louis and he wasn't in it no so and they were just like uh, yeah. the monkeys don't talk we don't have the budget for this yeah so it was just interesting <laughs> to see what they do with these other characters because that was the whole thing is he you know that's been the whole thing about Mo- about the jungle book is he's encountering these things in the jungle he's never experienced yet mm-hmm. and so they were also they were kind of seen as threats in a lot of ways um, but they didn't this one didn't really have that it was a different <laughs> like story entirely almost it's also the first movie where i can think of that motion capture has been used in a non like big budget movie yeah without being like a terrible sharknado like bad movie (laughs) like this is a movie that was not it's not this big budget but it's still good i can't think of any other movies that use motion cgi too like it it didn't feel like if i'm if i'm not mistaken i think the disney's jungle book used like a lot of like real locations Mm -hmm. and this one it feels like it didn't as much. Yeah. It feels like a lot of it was like maybe green screen or CGI. Well, I mean, obviously. It was I'm sure cool. they did a obviously, ton just for budget reasons. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is green screen because of that motion capturing. But uh, I mean, I, f- I know that not all of it was. So it was just right. weird to see that. Yeah. I can't think of any movie that doesn't hit like a ton of theaters nationwide looking as good as this movie does. Yeah. And CGI-wise. it was supposed to hit theaters, but. I think something happened with distribution rights or something. Yeah, something happened because it was supposed to be a Hollywood movie. Yeah, we, we did talk about it briefly, I remember, but I just can't remember what the details were. 
it would have not been good as a Hollywood movie. Mm-mm. I think, yeah, no, like now that you say that too, I'm glad it was on Netflix because it's a weird middle ground because it was an amazing Netflix movie. Yeah, it was really good. Like you're like, like this, this came from Netflix. This is I've, awesome. I've seen Netflix movies that I'm like, eh, like it kind of walked the line. Like, okay, yeah, it was kind of good, but you could definitely see how low budget it was. But yeah. with this one, it kind of exceeded that usual, I guess Netflix. Well, like flavor. Netflix has always been, we'll do a high budget. But we'll give it all to actors and mm-hmm. not into effects. Like, yeah, they get Will Smith and you know, they get these really high budget actors and they don't do a yeah. lot for the effects. Mm-hmm. And so you get these weird movies that are like really good story wise and acting wise. Yeah. But the effects are always been kind of cheesy, even in Iron Fist. Yeah. When they've done like they show the dragon that one time, mm-hmm. like super CGI. Yeah. Even that one I watched a few months ago that had Michael Pena in it. Like that one was... It was it was cool that he was in it because he was a big actor, but there was just a lot of that movie that felt so low budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I don't know. I it's worth watching. I think I wouldn't yeah. let your kids watch it, but I would say if they're like twelve years old or older, yeah, it, you're it probably gets cool. it gets a little violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's dark at the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain things that might be kind of creepy for a little kid uh-huh. i'm gonna give him nightmares for sure yeah like like there was this moment where because um my sister because uh, even my sister's like oh you're watching the new jungle book and i'm like yeah but then there was a scene came up where i'm like yeah i don't know if i'd let my little nephew watch this <laughs> yeah because he's just so young like it's not just mm-hmm. a happy tale of animals walking through the jungle right mm-hmm. it's also the tiger looked real weird Oh, yeah. Specifically and him. For a long time, I didn't know it was Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I didn't realize that until after I ended it, and it said Benedict Cumberbatch on there, and I was like, oh. I had to look at the cast halfway through because I knew Christian Bale was Bagheera, and I knew Andy Serkis was Blue, but I could not think of who the other couple were. Hmm. And so that's I'll love I Blue like, in this. Oh. Yeah, Blue's great. He is not the Blue that... <laughs> Everyone knows. He's got that British, you know, like he's got that British accent and stuff. He just feels like an old, like kind of like an old, old dude just like training up the pack of wolves. Like it's really cool. Yeah. He's got such a cool. Yeah. I would love to see his story because he's, he's very like mangled. Yeah. And they go into Bagheera's story a little bit too, which I thought was cool. Yeah. You could say he, he looked grizzled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but really, yeah, Bagheera is the one you kind of get more with, um, but Baloo would be cool. Yeah, and it makes so much more sense why that panther would be hanging out with a pack of wolves when you mm-hmm. know his story. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I recommend it. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get into the movie news. We saw a trailer for a movie that I'm really excited about. I think, LJ, you're you're pretty into these yes. movies as well. Godzilla, King of Monsters. Uh huh. It looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. It was weird because there was a trailer that came out. I think this trailer that I have the link to is is the brand new one where it shows more of the monsters. But then yeah. there was one I saw yesterday that came out yesterday that showed a little bit less. And so I was confused at first because then um, everybody was sharing this new trailer today. And I'm like, this is the one that came out yesterday. Why are people And even it? before that, there was a teaser, this yeah. like little looping thing of, I can't remember which one, the volcano yeah. monster that was coming out. And so there's like, there's three pieces of video content that they've released. Yeah. 
all at once. So I was super confused, and then I finally watched it, and I'm like, oh, like this is the one we need to be talking about. <laughs> at this rate, by the time the podcast comes out, the movie will be released. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just keep releasing yeah. trailers. Keep until releasing it's the trailers. Whole <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you can now piece it together to watch the movie. Dang. That would be, be like sad. Su- be super meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I it's it looks good. Godzilla did not skip leg day. No, he didn't. <laughs> He's uh He's vicious looking. <laughs> I I really like the story for this and it feels much more like a kaiju yeah. movie than the first one did. Yeah. The first one we got I think it was literally 15 minutes of Godzilla. Yeah. It's gonna it looks like it's gonna have way more monster stuff in it, which it was which is what fifteen people minutes want. or eight minutes. I can't remember. It was something very limited. Yep. And yeah. this looks like they heard that and were like, Alright, well we're gonna give you kaiju all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, oh, you know battle royales? Well here's kaiju battle royales. Yeah. <laughs> There's like uh, there were at least four different kaiju in this. Yes. That I saw. Godzilla, King Ghidorah, and Gigan Mothra. and Mothra, yeah. And I, I think it's really cool. The only thing that I, I'm sad about is it kind of takes away from Kong. Because we're going to get a Godzilla versus Kong movie at some point. Yeah. Now Kong is just another one of these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they're probably going to consider him a Titan. Yeah. Which is ironic. They're calling him <laughs> Titans. I know. They're all Titans. I'm sure Kaiju is taken by Pacific Rim. Yeah. Though they have mentioned, I think it was completely rumor. It was just like a guy, like director or whatever, saying he'd be down for it. But yeah, the person who does Pacific Rim said that they want a Godzilla crossover with Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. And the setting the world up the way it is set up now, where the world is literally seems to be getting destroyed in this trailer. Yeah. I love. I think that opens up that possibility to see Pacific Rim fighting these things. Totally. I did look I up think... a picture of Gigan because I couldn't remember what he looked like in the trailer, but he kind of does look quite a bit like Godzilla, and he's got like a big like fin thing on his back. But um, King uh, King Ghidorah is the one with the three heads. He's right. like the big drag, like, yeah, and he's got the wings and stuff too. Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah i i did have to uh i did have to look that up because i couldn't remember what gigan looked like but this is a <laughs> big mashup of iconic godzilla like monster villains yeah it really seems like it's the first one that they're gonna do right yes for godzilla so far americanizing at least oh yeah and then it comes, that comes out yeah that's oh. what i was gonna ask you <laughs> yeah it comes out may 31st 2019 so oh a month after Inf- uh, Infinity War 2, uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame, <laughs> which comes yeah. out in April. So we'll see. I, I think it's big enough. There's gonna be- oh, I did want to mention before we move on, Godzilla has actors from the Godzilla movie that came out like five years ago. Mm-hmm. So it is a sequel. They're not like, it's not like the Hulk where they say that it's canon, but it's loosely canon. Yeah. They have actual characters coming from both. So that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. I'm glad that they're not just completely rebooting Godzilla again and saying it's kind of there. <laughs> yeah. Because that makes me feel like I wasted my time with the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, from that, we'll be really quick. Everyone has seen the Avengers trailer already. Yeah. Your quick thought on it. My quick thought was that it's cool, but it still didn't tell us much. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm glad we got a trailer. <laughs> I know literally like one other thing that I didn't <laughs> know before that trailer, and that is how Ant-Man is doing. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of thing was speculation. So we saw Ronan. Yeah. Which is Hawkeye's new persona. But that was rumored forever, so it was just kind of like I knew that was coming. Yeah. I I don't know. It was cool, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I wanted it was cool. to see. It seems sad, but it was cool. Yeah, they show Shuri, and we don't know her fate. And I would have rather seen Shuri, and seen what's her name? Not Recovery, Rescue, Pepper Potts, Pepper Potts Iron Man suit, Rescue, Rescue. Yeah, yeah. I would have. <laughs> I would have loved to see that, and not known anything about iron man or yeah. captain america or they are because my instant thought is she's going to rescue tony stark yeah i'm sure she is <laughs> but it would have been really cool to see her and see shuri and see all these characters yeah and then completely left iron man and captain america in the dark yeah like, it would have been wait cool what happened to these, these people that i care about yeah it would have been t- cool to see these other characters have to step up yeah yeah instead we just saw the, the characters i don't know it's called endgame that was a big reveal, I guess, even though that was a rumor for a while. It, it is was. not Annihilation, I think was the other Yeah. The other rumored name. That'd be terrible but, because Mortal Kombat Annihilation was a terrible movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a movie. I love Babylon B. I not we should never reference Babylon B probably. It's like <laughs> talking about news. Uh Babylon B is like a parody. What do you call them? Like a satire site. Satire site, yeah. And they have Avengers Endgame to be epic crossover with Left Behind series. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good article. It's amazing. So good. funny. Yeah. (laughs) Going on. We we got a poster that we didn't need for (laughs) the Sonic movie, which is a movie we don't need. That's the way to describe it. He looks... So you get this like weird silhouette of him. Yeah. But he looks like the Pokemon, the realistic Pokemon mm-hmm. that we kind of were like, those are off-putting, but cool. But you see Sonic with that same kind of style and you're like, this is off-putting. Well, see, this is more off-putting because he's got like, he's like muscular. He's got like a human body form. Like at least the cart, at least the standard Sonic version, like he's, just, he's got arms and legs, but he's not like built like an actual human. Yeah. So this one, you can see like his muscular arms and his, his legs. Elbows. It's like, it's like you know, we talked, we talked about Godzilla not skipping leg day. Sonic definitely didn't skip leg day. It's gonna be weirder for him to be not be wearing pants. Yeah. <laughs> well, like a shorter version, it wouldn't have been weird because you're like, it's an animal. But he's so yeah. human looking in this. And you're like, dude. Yeah. So I'm wondering why this by looking at this poster if he is gonna be like wearing shorts or something because you know. would have to <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah he he looks <laughs> he looks creepy yeah uh i was looking at the release date here because apparently our release date came out with this mm-hmm. and it's coming out november 8th next year i also didn't realize it's the producer of fast and furious <laughs> which yeah. is hilarious that's ironic yeah they know fast yeah and then the other piece of big news is amy adams is no longer as far as she knows no longer lois lane in any future dc (laughs) except universe movies 
she she quoted this by saying, I think I'm out of the DC universe now. I think they're revamping that. I don't know the details. Uh, obviously, but, she, she knew a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird, though, because there, there's been a lot of talk about Ben Affleck stepping down as Batman. Uh, Mark Hamill. No. Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill should be the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be so weird. <laughs> but Henry Cavill stepping down to Superman. We've heard that a bit and then he held up his superman toy action figure forgive me action figure <laughs> <collectors>. <laughs> and so we assumed that he was still playing the man yeah. of steel i i don't know what to make of this but if lois lane is out of it it probably means that that whole part of the universe is out i would think so it, it's just so weird i mean i don't think anybody really cared for her as Lois anyway, but I, care. It, I either way, I was like this Lois Lane. Yeah, it it just I think it to me, yeah, it definitely says that okay, yeah, we're going back to the drawing board with Batman and mm-hmm. Superman, or at least Superman. But Aquaman is doing like records; it's beating records in China. Aquaman not huge in... records. It literally beat out Justice League, which probably wasn't hard to do. So Aquaman's already out uh, overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Just and it did better than Justice League in China. Huh. So we'll... I, I don't know. I Someone had mentioned, and I'm almost curious if this is what they're going to be doing, the idea that you would be... They just cut out anything that Snyder made. Ooh. So you would have Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, uh-huh. which someone was like, well, you cut that out too, but they're making the Harley Quinn sh- movie. Yeah. Show. That was what I was about to say. It sounded yeah. like a curse, and it wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so you'd have Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and then Aquaman. Yeah. And that would be it. Justice League made was made by Snyder, technically. Uh, but if you got rid of... So you would get rid of Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. And then Justice League. So potentially what they could do is they're already making new movies for new characters... And then just redo the Justice League, I think. Yeah. So you would build it from Suicide Squad being the first movie. And Ben Affleck's Batman is in there, but you could just, like they did the Hulk, not to reference that again, but yeah, be like, Batman was there, but it was a, Batman looked different hmm. because we had a different actor and you just have to live with it. Because if you have Wonder Woman and then Aquaman and then Shazam... And then I'm trying to think of who else. Um, but like, if if they were to make like a new Justice League off of this new set, then mm-hmm. I think that's how they could do it. Yeah, I I liked Henry Cavill as Superman, but I mm-hmm. didn't like his writing, and I know I think that's how most people were. Yeah, we need a Captain America version of Superman. That's this good old boy. Yeah, who's like way too nice. Yeah, and then that can kind of compete with. Batman being so brooding and dark that it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole thing they tried to do with Superman was that, like, internal conflict that, like... Yeah. That he's this being, and he doesn't... Yeah. He needs to be a Boy Scout. Yeah, he does. An overpowered Boy Scout that's, like... That's what people don't like about him, but that's what he is. That's what he needs to be. Right. And, like, Captain America does it well. I think they should just kind of look at the way that he does it, because Captain America is this... Oh, I could 
destroy people, but I'm too nice to do it. And then you yeah. have Iron Man, who's kind of his Batman going, really, dude? Like, yeah. you have all this power. Yeah. I... I think that, that would be a, a way better dynamic and something that we kind of need in this very dark breeding world that DC's created. I think they have the perfect opportunity right now too, because especially with Avengers ending, like, well, not ending, I guess, because there might be more somehow, but I feel like Marvel is coming to the end of this phase to this thing they've built up. So right. while, while they're cooling down, like DC needs to jump in at that right time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm really hoping that Shazam does really well. I, I hope so too. Because if it is, then you've got. I, I've got a lot of faith in Aquaman being good. I, I do too. That's why uh, we have a Bible study coming up for it. Because I'm going to do the Bible study. Because I'm yeah. like, I'm going to have faith. This is going to be a great movie, and I'm going and I want to do a study for it. If it is, mm-hmm. you know. So if you get those three, then I think we've got a new launch for something great. Mm-hmm. We'll just pretend that the snyder stuff didn't happen which is such a huge disrespect to snyder i understand I what he was trying to do too. and it was very artistic we don't need artistic for dc universe like yeah we have these conceptions of what these characters should look like mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be artsy with that you should try to make it feel like we're watching the comic book come to life yeah uh yeah i don't know that's that's my thought anyways. <laughs> that is all of the movie news. We'll, we'll jump into TV. Yeah. And I watched a little bit more Ruby. Oh, cool. I really, really like that show. And then I think I'm, I've got three more episodes of She-Ra. And that's been cool. Has uh, Voltron came out yet? The, the last season of Voltron? <sighs> it should come out soon. Okay, Real soon. That's why I'm wondering if it was, uh, I don't know. I didn't know if it already had or if it's like this week or something. I think it's this week. I think it's Friday. Okay. Because <laughs> that's why I was going to be like, oh, did you miss it? Or I was kind of wondering. Yeah, I, I'm going to put it up <laughs> right now. I completely forgot. It is the last season of Ultron. Mm-hmm. One week away. That was on December 7th. It is. December 10th, so four more days. Oh, okay. So it'll be Thursday. Yeah, um, when you brought up Shira, I was like, oh, wait, like when's when's that coming out? Yeah. Shira has been fun, but it's not Voltron by any means. Right. The story is just not nearly as. And maybe it'll get deeper. Voltron's mm-hmm. first season wasn't like super heavy hitting stuff. Right, but and it was like super short. Yeah. it's <laughs> It's real, real good. I think cool. that's oh, and I started watching the. I I haven't been watching like Flash or anything in the right. Arrowverse, but I did watch the first episode of the crossover event. Oh which, yeah, the Elseworld stuff. Yeah, it was uh-huh. cool. It did not. It wasn't Elseworlds yet. Oh okay. It's just was a Flash and Arrow crossover. Huh. They kind of do like a Freaky Friday thing. You see yeah. it in the trailers where they, they switch places. Yeah. So it was fun, but it wasn't like a crazy. Epic. It, it's not going to be, I don't think, nearly as epic as last year's, which was they beat the record for as many superheroes on the screen at one time. Wow. That's cool. In live action. Yeah. Hmm. And so I don't even think that Legends Tomorrow is a part of this. Crossover. I don't. I don't think they have. Oh, so it was a part of the last crossover. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, yeah, last one was huge. I didn't watch every episode of it, and mm-hmm. so apparently the Barry and Iris's wedding was a part of that too somehow. Yep. And so when I went, when I moved along to the next episode, I'm like, wait, I missed something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's stupid. Like to they me, had. It, I guess it's clever to get people to watch the crossover, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's so lame. <laughs> the last one was really epic. What I don't like is. So this one, when I watched it, it was the Flash episode. And they've yeah. done this for all of them. It's still very Flash-focused. And I feel like when they do these crossovers, that it should I shouldn't even be watching the Flash intro. It should just be this crossover. Huh. Have it, Give it its own intro. Yeah. And let it be its own story that takes place throughout these other seasons. Yeah. But make it feel like its own cohesive story. Mm-hmm. And last year they did a pretty good job of it being this one long story. And I think mm-hmm. that they're going to be one long story here, but it's definitely still very episodic. And huh. I wish that it was more of like part one to a movie and less of a part one to a TV show. Yeah. If that makes it, sense. It's, it's tough for people like me. Like I only watch the flash. That's just kind of yeah. what I've kept up with the most. Uh, I've tried to catch up with arrow for the last couple of years. I think I'm on barely on season two or season three stuff, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where I, if I want to watch the crossover event, I will literally go into Netflix and go hop into Arrow and watch that crossover episode for that. Right. So that's like why that. I think it would be really cool to do, if they would have just made it, the crossover be its own thing, mm-hmm. and then put all three episodes of the crossover, four episodes, if it was last year, yeah. into each Netflix that would be season. Great. Yeah, and then make it like, or, yeah, and then make it, like, label it somehow before or after the season so that way maybe you could watch it all of them separately and only have to click through one thing right yeah that'd be cool i i don't know it's fun there was almost no batwoman so i'm Hmm. really excited for next episode because supposedly there'd be a lot more there sweet yeah that's awesome let's see what else have you been watching i've been watching more one punch man that show's still really good i watched a couple (laughs) more episodes this week and uh it's it's really interesting i like the way they uh, kind of runs on my hero a little bit but like where that's very more school focused uh all the heroes in, in one punch man are registered mm-hmm. and so it's like they have different threat levels sokovia chords yes pretty much that's kind of what it reminds <laughs> me of like what it would be like and so they have all these different threat levels and so saitama he's this he's super strong but he only uh, he takes these tests, and when he passes, he only gets class C because he outdid the physical exams, but then he did terrible on the written exams. So he's like the lowest of the low in class C, and then so he does things to where it actually moves him up to class to up to class B. So it's just funny that you know this dude he doesn't really care a whole lot; he's just doing it for fun, and it's like he think he's so powerful. That they're you know, like, oh, he's going to be class S for sure. And right. No, he's class C. And his buddy Genos, there's this, uh, he's got this robot buddy named Genos. And that dude gets like class S right off the bat. So, <laughs> and Genos is, he wants to uh, Saitama as a mentor. So it's mm-hmm. weird when your student, like, when your student outranks you. Because even Saitama's like, I'm just going to make stuff up. Like, I don't really know what to say to this guy. <laughs> It's awesome. So, yeah, so it, it's super fun. I like it, but nothing. I need to check it out. You're watching it dubbed, good. right? Yes, on Hulu. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, did we ever talk about in the news about how Funimation is partnering with Hulu? I think so. I'm pretty sure we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Well, I know Funimation departed from Verve. And then yeah, I think then... during that we talked about it coming we to We did? Hulu. Okay, yeah. yeah. So all that stuff apparently is like the, all the simulcasts are coming to Hulu now, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So... Everyone's kind of revving up their anime. Yeah, it's crazy. That's actually a great segue for the news. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Shell is another Netflix animated show. Possibly a movie. I'm I'm confused by the wording here because the <laughs> link to the article and the title of the article is that it's another it's a series. Hmm. Uh, but the official release official yeah says that it's a next generation animation film. Hmm. Which makes me think that it's a movie. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not positive on it. I it hearing next generation makes me think it's gonna be polygon, which yeah. I usually hate. Or at least it's going to have that style, that 3D animation style. Yeah. I I would say if anyone could use that like well, though, it would be Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Because usually the issue with those types of animations is how bland they look. Yeah. And with Ghost in the Shell, there's going to be a ton of color. Yeah. I think they, they're known for their neons and stuff. So I think it could be it could be cool. Yeah. I saw stuff looks poster. way better when it's bright. I saw that poster and like that's all I knew about it, and then I screenshot it right away and sent it to you guys. Yeah, you know what else? Ghost is in cool? the Shell. For those who don't know, usually very rated M for mature. Yes. The live action is PG thirteen. The live action, I think you and I agree on this. The, the the movie is actually better than it probably has any right to be. Like, yeah, we enjoyed it. Everyone really <laughs> hated it, and it's it's good. You know, they what's justify crazy? the whitewashing that everyone's freaking out about. Yeah. It's totally, and like the characters look <laughs> so much like, not that we need to bring this back up, but like, yeah, they did such a good job with that movie. Yeah, I think so. Stayed very true to the anime. I, I'm excited for this though. It's yeah. usually it's like this noir Blade Runner-esque, like, I think that's the best way to put it. It's like noir action. I keep hearing, uh, what's, what's crazy is every time I've heard about this new thing that netflix is doing with all the anime it's been on that nx uh facebook page yeah so i think that's whatever they're doing with that nx thing i think it's it's this new like initiative they have going mm-hmm. so i think we're actually seeing that in full effect where they take away everything that we love and then replace it with anime hoping that we'll love it <laughs> that's probably what they're doing they're like <laughs> okay they're like okay these marvel shows nobody likes them anymore but in fact we do and then everybody yeah. likes anime now. Daredevil, I had actually read something. Daredevil was one of the most watched things on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what's going on, but... So they're like, replace superheroes with anime. Yeah, if we need to find something quick, find something nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Here. <laughs> that's basically what's happening. Yeah. I assume that's what the N stands for in NX, is nerdy to the extreme. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> going on jody whitaker i kind of need to fix something that we brought i think it was last podcast we mentioned this it might have been two weeks ago yeah. jody whitaker is staying on for doctor who at least for another season mm-hmm. we don't know about season 13 but season 12 jody whitaker will be the doctor still the director is still leaving so that's strange 
Mm-hmm. But we don't get season 12 until 2020. Hmm. That's a so, long time. Yeah. It wasn't that I misspoke a couple weeks ago. There was just, like, that's what was reported. And now there's been some clarifications in the news. Yeah. So I'm happy to see it. I think Jody Whitaker is doing a great job. Uh, it is very politicized this whole last season. Oh, huh. They've been very much like, yeah, politicized is probably the best way to put it. Uh, so I would love to see it kind of go back to, I I like that the stories have messages and that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like let the stories have messages, but I want it to be more, I really like the David Tennant era hmm. of Doctor Who and she reminds me a lot of David Tennant's Doctor. So it'd be cool to get kind of those kind of stories that make you think about humanity and stuff. Hmm. Uh, Cause I think that's what David Tennant did really well. Made you care. That's cool. Yeah, we'll see. Still say that the Rosa Parks episode was one of the best, and that's one of Jodie Whittaker's uh, best episodes Doctor Who's ever done. Is this on BBC, BBC. Or, or Amazon anywhere? Um, I don't know. I, I watch Amazon it through BBC. I got a hold of them at some point. Yeah, I I would assume you probably have to get a BBC, and when, when the season's over, maybe you can yeah. find it. That's cool. I, I feel like if I watch Doctor Who, like this will be the season that I watch. Okay, cool. And then... In the weirdest news, Facebook has picked up Firefly, <laughs> Buffy, and Angel. Yeah. So, like, shows that were re- relevant 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Like 20 years ago, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, crazy. not that, like, anything's wrong with Buffy or Firefly. I don't know anything about Angel, but Bu- Buffy Angel's, and Firefly. I like Angel. Out of these three, Angel was my jam because it was the spinoff to Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about Angel. I watch a little bit of Buffy. I love Firefly. Yeah, Firefly was, was good. I just don't understand Facebook's like plan. <laughs> I think it's real random. It's like here, remember these shows? We got them. Yeah, like, <laughs> we are now Netflix 2.0. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> you're My not. only thing I can think of why this would even be a thing is because, like with Facebook, I could see like these three shows are shows that I could see myself like. Oh, I'm you know sitting you know I'm you know I'm waiting on something or I'm, I have time to kill, and I have my phone. Like, why don't I watch a few minutes of this thing? But problem yeah. is, is that you can literally do that with any service. But I guess with Facebook, you're not having to pay for the service yet. Right, and I'm sure there'll be ads though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. There's got to be ads. So I, I don't know, I. I can't, I don't think of like Facebook as a watching app. Yeah, neither do I. Like it's, it's so weird to this video initiative, like this video kind of thing they've been going with. It's, it's so weird. Yeah. I would not put it past them if they continue with this of them releasing a new app that's just for video. Oh yeah. And it will anger a ton of people, Mm -hmm. but I could see myself getting that. And then having it be a much more functional video player to watch Facebook videos on, especially if they were starting to make original content, mm-hmm. uh, even more so if it was free to watch. I think they do already have some original content, to be honest. Yeah, they. I, I think they have a little bit. It's all like creator content. Yeah, made like by, teen, like some of it's like teen stuff as well. Kind of like YouTube Red would do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's a tab that I never go to on my Facebook app. <laughs> yeah. I think if it was his own app and it's that like you gave me something that was worth watching, mm-hmm. uh, not Firefly. Like I love Firefly, but 
I'll watch that some other way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch it on my phone in the first place. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Buffy and Angel are also on other streaming services. Yeah. No, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know if it'd be valid. We'll, we'll see in the yeah. future. I mean, hey, that's it's... cool. Like, if you don't have, like, Netflix or whatever these things are on, like, you can mm-hmm. go watch them. But, for, yeah. but I, th- I like to think that most of the people who, like, have Facebook and stuff and who are into these types of things already have these other streaming services. Yeah. I think if you want to break out, you're going to have to do put as much money into a show as Netflix did, like House of Cards. Yeah. And then, or Amazon Prime with Man in the High Castle. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, oh, I'll download your app to watch that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because Apple TV has kind of tried to do that, and I haven't seen anything on Apple TV yet that oh, I've really? fallen in love with. Yeah, huh. I watched a show just because I was a fan of Gary. Vay- I am a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Hmm. I haven't watched any of his stuff in a while. He's an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, very crass. But he was on some reality show, and I was watching that for a little bit. Huh. Uh, and it was, I don't know, it's <laughs> Apple TV. It doesn't it's not <laughs> the caliber that Netflix is yet. Right. That is the show, though. Yeah. So we will we'll end it there. LJ, are you geeking out about anything else? Um, not really. I think I'm good at the moment. Cool. I I'm not geeking out about anything else either, except playing <laughs> it for Pack South and. Yeah, that's the thing I'm geeking out about the most. I actually I bought my plane ticket in the last week, so that is nice. finally done. I just bought shiny business cards. That I'm super excited about. Nice. That's cool. I, we've got the shirts hanging up in my office. That's cool. And it, it looks real legit. Like, <clears throat> I don't, I'm excited. Yeah, I really am too. Cool. Uh, and that's only a month away. A month yep. and seven days. It's coming up fast. Eight days. month and eight days. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll end the show there then. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. Also, you can find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at CodyArmor. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace out.